Hey guys, this is Anthony from It's Out of Here podcast. And guys, it's that time again. But it's the first time in six years that the New York Mets have clinched a playoff spot. And I have here with me a special guest. He is a fan of mine and has been following me on Twitter for quite a while now. You might know him from MLB News uh, hash, uh, um, at um, Lates Baseball, underscore Lates Baseball. His name is Laris. Laris, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Um, so you're a big Mets fan. And how long have you been a fan, my man? Uh, I've been a Mets fan for about 10 years, I think. Yeah. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. So in 10 years, let's see. Uh, this is 2022. So we're going back to 2012 that you really started becoming a New York Mets fan. So you don't even remember the teams that I uh, grew up watching, the 99 Mets, the 2000 Mets. But I'm sure you saw highlights of those teams. Um, and and I'm sure you saw highlights of the 2006 Mets. But this team, man, what do you oh, – yeah. What do you have to say about this team this year that you like so far as a fan? Uh, well, I mean, this team is just incredible because last year they were very good. But obviously, as we know, after the All-Star break, they were not as well, below 500. But this year, they really stepped up their game. They didn't really rebuild, but they rebuilt a little bit of their office. Uh, mm-hmm. Got Buck Schulter as their office. I mean, manager, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, they got some pitching. They got Max Scherzer, which was huge. I think Max Scher- putting Max Scherzer to this Mets team is just um, like huge, huge right. for this. And we got a lot of good players. We got a lot of in spring training. I think we stepped up our game. Jeff McNeil, really good. And this Pete Alonso, he's just not human. He can hit a ball a million feet. Yeah, I mean, uh, besides you know everything else that's happening with uh like you said buckshaw walter coming to this team i believe it's made a difference um me and my dad uh, were rooting for him to be the manager of this team in the off season before my dad passed away that was one of the big things he said uh he said this is the type of manager the new york mets need to win uh and i agreed with him because you know i know of his uh his accolades from his past of his successes especially in baltimore before he uh hit up uh hung up his cleats for a little bit um as a manager and then he decided to come back and it's made dividends and uh like you said max scherzer i mean there's not that much to say about him he's uh he's an incredible pitcher um uh two three cy young awards um uh, yeah he's insane i mean the guy's 38 years old and can still throw 96 miles an hour and knows when to stop and knows when his body needs to relax. And he also knows when he could go out there and perform at his best level. And, you know, that says a lot about a player and a competitor like Max Scherzer. Um, and like you were saying about uh, the team itself, upgrades in the front office. But also uh, we did get a lot of veterans on this club that uh, helped solidify this team to be where they are right now. And. And some of the miracle games uh, that I've seen, man, are unbelievable. What is your favorite game from this year that you could take away as your favorite miracle come oh, I, I think the Phillies game in Philly is just – my perspective, I think it's not even close. <laughs> that ninth inning comeback is just amazing. Like, I, I have no words for it. I just – yeah, I, I left the game. I mean, it was 7-1. I was like, I mean – I don't think they're going to win. Look, I did the same thing you did too. I did the I same left. Thing. I was like, okay. I left for what? 10 minutes, 15 minutes. <laughs> I look at my phone, eight, seven Mets. I'm like, I'm going crazy. I'm like, there's no way. 
So, yeah, what happened was I did the same thing you did, except I turned it back on uh, when uh, Lindor hit that home run. And I said, can it actually happen? I said, there's no way this can actually happen. And that because like oh even in the ESPN like ESPN also has like the rankings for the win like the right. percentages mm-hmm. and it was like at ninety nine point nine in the bottom of the ninth inning or oh yeah at the top and then it just oh. went up down oh yeah like some of the wins this year that one most definitely uh, that I can't even explain uh, one of my favorite ones too was the Keith Hernandez game uh, where they hired oh, yeah. uh, his number yeah. and. Uh, Two outs in the ninth. We're down our last two outs. And uh, on second base, you know how it goes with the extra uh, inning run on second. Now, I, I believe that's not on for the playoffs, which is thank God. I want, I actually want some extra inning games, yeah. a little bit more, you know, tension. Um, but anyway, so – and then the error by Brian Anderson under the glove. It felt like Bill Buckner all over again. You did, yeah. Um, and then – you know, the ground ball to the pitcher. And we know how our pitchers can throw to first with ease and not make an error. Thank God. Hopefully that continues. And then, uh, you know, Tanner Scott throws a uh, grounder to the first baseman that goes way out of the, you know, play. And, you know, and then we uh, win the ball game. So, you know, those type of games, man, uh, in years past, in the last five, six years, I would say, as a Met fan, you know, those are losses. You know the, that the Mets are not going to come back in those games. But nowadays, it's a totally different story. Am I right? You are. Completely so, right. I mean, it's just it's completely crazy. But, yeah, so for the first time in six years, so within your 10-year span of being a Mets fan, uh, they are I in get the playoffs. I experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are in the playoffs. Um, so I want to know your thinking of – this division race, we know we're only up a game. Atlanta and Philly have a game tonight, so we can either gain a half game or we could be up by only half a game at the end of the evening. What is your take right now of this division race going to the end of the last 11 games? Well, I mean, yes, we're in the postseason. We're happy. Got some champagne, got some shirts, some hats. But the season's not over. We got games. We got teams to beat. We got games to win. And that division is still just down to its last wire. The Braves are just phenomenal. That we're ten. What was it? Ten point six, eleven games, ten point five. Yeah, ten point five. Mm-hmm. 10. 5. That's that. That was that was big. I was for sure. I was like, this game's good. The Braves got good. The Braves got really good. I think they really stepped on their game. Um, I think they know what they're doing. I think they were having one of the best Septembers you can ever see. Oh yeah, uh- and. Yeah, they had one of the best uh, Julys. Uh, yeah, their July we've was ever insane. Seen. Uh, June, they went on 14-game winning streak. Now, granted, they were facing very easy teams at that time, and we were all just like as Mets fans. Well, they got the easier schedule than us, and here we are doing what we're doing. And then, of course, you know, they get the easy schedule. They win 14 straight games, but we also got to remember as fans too, they did win the World Series last year. They did, you know, so. This team eventually was going to come around and change the corner, which they did. And now they're really uh, sticking to everybody. It doesn't matter who they're facing. They are beating up everyone, except for as of right now. Well, the last uh, series, they did take three out of four from us. So um, this series coming up after we face Oakland and Miami is going to be the deciding factor. I am more than positive. And if you're the Mets, after you've had this division basically all – all season long except for one day uh 
you need a you need a, a lock in. Yeah, you got to lock in and you got to put the hammer down. This is this is it. Uh, I've I've heard a lot of I'm sorry, but I've heard a lot of things that I think Chris I what is it Jacob Degrom, Max Scherzer, and Chris Bassett are on the line. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, they're but, they're hoping that they do get him in line to uh, start. Okay. They're starting these three games in Oakland, so they will be out of the uh, process for the uh, two games and uh, versus mm-hmm. Miami. So we know they're not going to start any of those two, and then uh, we do have a little of an advantage. Uh, we have the off yeah, today. And then we have another off day in between. We have two off days. The Braves only have one off day till they face us. So there's a little advantage there. And I think that's why we're going to be able to line them up that way. At least that's the hope. And then that's what the the reporters are saying. So if that's the case, then yeah, that's going to help us, but it doesn't mean we're going to win. We got to just, we got to beat them up. We got to make pitchers work. We know how it, we know how it works and we know how this team works. So as long as we do those things, I think we have a good shot. But my uh, my man, uh, all these teams that are in the playoffs right now uh, that have already clinched, uh, two have already won the divisions respectively. Of course, the Dodgers. I mean, there's nothing we can say about them, you know, and then, (sighs) and of course, Houston, the cheater strokes. Um, But other than that, uh, and then, of course, uh, we had uh, the Braves, of course, lock their their clinching of their postseason, which was going to happen because they're right behind us. They're right there. um, And then the other teams right now are still up in the air. The Cardinals still haven't clinched yet. Um, uh, Mariners. Mariners have not clinched. I want, them, clinched. I want them to clinch. It's, but oh, I'm sure they will. The Mariners, I hope they do too, man. That franchise deserves it, man. The last two years, they've been really it's fighting for that playoff team. run. And uh, yeah, it would, it would be nice to see a different team in the playoffs like the Mariners. I agree with that. Uh, just don't know how far they'll get in it, but I, I totally want to see them try, you know, and get in there and see what they can do. Uh, because, like I've said in my other podcasts, uh, it doesn't matter how good your team is. Like the Dodgers, for instance, they might end this season with 109, 110 wins. Who knows? Uh, who knows, right? But in the end, it doesn't matter how good the team is. You have to be hot at the right time. Uh, that's what counts in these playoff games. And, you know, when the Mets went in that little rut that they had against the Cubs and they got swept – and you saw all the fans posting, oh, it's over. Oh, that's just no. terrible. I, I was just like, yeah, come on, guys. Like, like there, we lose ninety-five wins. We like, lose, we lose one game. We're zero point five games behind. Yes, we're not in first place. It doesn't right. matter. And they're saying that, like, we still got three below five hundred teams to play. Yes, we got the Braves there. Right. We got the A's, the Marlins, the Nationals. And mm-hmm. before that, we had the Pirates, a four-game sweep. That was just insane. Yeah, we, we lost to the Cubs, but, like, mm-hmm. like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it happens, man. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Every fan assumes uh, we got the below 500 teams. And you're right. Uh, we, have, we have Oakland coming up. But Oakland mm-hmm. uh, gave uh, Seattle a run for their money this weekend. Uh, so you don't know what's going to happen. These teams want to beat you. They, they want to beat you because they know you're in the playoffs and they want to ruin your chances. Now, granted, the Mets are already in the playoffs, but they want to ruin their chances to win the division. Yeah. And, and that goes for any team that comes in there that's in first place. It doesn't matter. So you can't always assume that these teams, you're going to beat these teams. You have to go out there and play them like a playoff team, which the Mets are, mm-hmm. and uh, 
just be aggressive throughout the game and see what happens. Like yesterday was a fluke game. At least we took the series and we clinched the playoff berth, which was important. But, uh, you know, like you said, we, you know, anything can happen. So we'll have to win for us. But like I said, it's never said and done. Just because 45, 45 and 30 away for the Mets. That's, yeah, that's an unbelievable record. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and 15, 26 at home. Yeah. Damn. That's really good. Um, I think my dad used to tell me stories about the 86 and 88 Mets. Uh, their winning record at home was like either over 50 games. Uh, like, Well, not 50 games over 500, but like uh, 50 wins every time in those years. Uh, oh, and of yeah. course, that's always a positive. You have to win at home. I mean, that's big. But to have that type of record that you just mentioned on the road is also huge because, uh, you know, when you're going into it, let's just say if the Mets wind up getting the bye, get in the division series and um, have to face either the Cardinals or the Phillies. Um, and then Wasn't it the Padres. Um, no, the Padres in Atlanta right now, it's looking like um, the last um, one that I saw is because they've dropped so much that their ranking has dropped a little lower. So now they will be facing Atlanta in the wild card. Um, so if that's the case, if we lose out on the division, then we'll be facing the Padres, um, yeah. which I'm not totally against. I'll tell you why. Uh, the Phillies, yeah, we've beaten them up all year. Uh, we're 14 out of 19 games or something like that that we've won against them. But to me, that's more incentive for the Phillies to come back and just beat us. Uh <laughs> And not at the right time. So, and then you got Zach Wheeler coming back. He pitched last night. And then uh, uh, Syndergaard, two former Mets. You know, I don't want to face them. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to face them in the playoffs because you don't know what could happen. Um, so, if it did come down to us winning the wild card or getting in the wild card spot, I would rather face the Padres right now, even though they had our number earlier this year. Uh, they're not the same team. Granted, they upgraded. By all means, they upgraded. But uh, they just don't 83, 83 and 66, 20 games behind the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, it's just on it. After, I think after the whole th- uh, thing with Tatis, I think the team really just took a. Uh, Do you see what, what's with Soto? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw a tweet and it was like, what, 234 with mm-hmm. like three homers and like a couple RBIs. That's all he's done for that team, man. He has yeah. produced nothing. It's been an off year for Soto and it's weird. I'm not, I'm not going to it because of what I've seen since he's been brought up, that kid has been phenomenal with the bat and with the glove and it's all around an unbelievable player. And to see him having an off year like this uh, is a shock. Uh, but And Bell too. And Bell too. Yeah, Bell, ever since he went to the uh, jury, he's probably the only one. Jury's the only one that's been producing, really, offensively, uh, of the um, upgrades that they've done. Of course, Machado's been great all year. Uh, but, yeah, for sure. Um, but now their pitching is starting to wake up, uh, which is going to uh, not be good for us if their pitching is really on because I think uh, this year you Darvish pitched two games against us and had an under one ERA against us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so – you know, that's why one of the reasons why you want to win the division also is because not only you had it all year, but you don't want to face those teams that you feel like can beat you, you know, in those spots. And let's say the Mets do win the, the division, like I said, and they get in that division by. And then uh, let's say Atlanta and the Dodgers face off in the division round, that Atlanta bypasses San Diego. Then you got the Dodgers. No matter what happens, 
even with the Mets record, the Dodgers will have home field advantage all playoffs long. We're going to go in it right away in L.A. Game one. Who do you want to pitch game one against the Dodgers? Do you want DeGrom or do you want Scherzer? Well, I, th- I think, well, I think, I don't know if, Mer personally, I don't know if it's like it's gonna be accurate in real life, mm-hmm. but I would really like Jacob Degrom, Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett, and I'm gonna go. I wonder with Carlos Carrasco because I feel like okay with him and Taiwan, they're like mm-hmm. I don't know. If that, that's that's a tough one there. It's a tough one. I, I feel like with Carrasco, how he's been all year, you're not wrong. Clemente Day was amazing. Yeah, Clemente, he did a fantastic job, and rightfully so. I mean, the guy won the Clemente Award back in 19, so well-deserved that he won on that day. But, Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, but as I was saying, um, he has been spot on basically all year for us when our pitching was down. Um, Walker, first half, once again this year, just like last year, was phenomenal. Uh, after the all-star break, Walker had a little bit of a letdown, but then he bounced back. And when I went to go see him on September 11th in Miami, he was a whole nother pitcher. I mean, he, his control was incredible. His command was fantastic, which is why his pitch count was so low. He went seven. seven, Yeah. Walker went seven innings, 87 pitches that day and struck out 10 on nine. That was a very good game. Now, if he could pitch like that, I will want him as my number four, you know, but like I said, it's hit or miss because of the inconsistency between them. But I am for you with um, the rotation, how it should start out for the playoffs for us. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett. Yeah, I I, totally agree with that. Yeah, I think Taiwan had a good day because the Mets crowd that went away on 2001, I think they were like cheering him on and hoping he would have a good day being the Marlins in Miami. Yes, I agree. Uh, you know, that game was a very, very nice game to go to. I really did enjoy it. Of course, naturally, for the last few years, uh, the Mets have been either hosting that game on 9-11 in New York or uh, they were in New York in general, whether they'll be with the Yan- – well, they were with the Yankees and Mets last year uh, in City. That was a great you know, team. That was a great series. Lindor with the three homers that that one then? Uh, yes, that was the last uh, last game of the series when he did that. Yes, uh, where we took two out of three against him that series. Um, but that nine uh, eleven game was back and forth. I think James McCann hit a three run homer, and I'm like, oh, this is our Mike Piazza moment right here. <laughs> you know, someone yeah. who doesn't really come through offensively, and then he hits a three run shot in the late innings, and we take the lead. But then, of course, Aaron Judge, maybe future Met, but Aaron Judge. You know, do, does what he does. And, man, what a phenomenal year he's having, huh? 60 yeah. home. You think he's going to break the American League record to get 62? What do you think? Well, I well, how many games do the Yankees have left? Like 12? I think, I think they won. got 12, yeah. 12. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just – guy's not human. Albert Pujols is just right there. Um, Today in, in San Diego, he was – he hit the ball to the warning track. Mm. He was so close. Mm-hmm. 6-9, 6-16. That's just painful. I I want Pujols to get seven. A foot off of the wall, just so close. Uh, I want him to get 700. Yeah. Bad. I really do. Uh, regardless of what he did against us in the playoffs, you know, in 06, you were too young to remember, but I'm sure you saw highlights. Um, yeah. 06 was a phenomenal year. We're already in that type of 
uh, we're going to go over that this year with our wins. Uh, I think that year we had 97 wins as a team. Uh, but what we were so strong with was our pitching. Uh, besides our offense, Beltron carried that offense that year. Um, Beltron and Delgado and David Wright carried that offense. But um, the pitching and the depth that we had on that team on the bench, is it's the same as this year. Honestly, yeah. uh, and I that's know. what's carried this team. We didn't have the Grom uh, for four yeah, months sure this year. We didn't have Scherzer for about eight weeks during the year, and uh, we winded up still being uh, uh, thirty-nine games over five hundred come come September twenty second. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's a different feel year. So that's why I get so upset when I hear fans say, "Oh, this team is done. This team is this. This team is that." Team's not like, done. They have ninety-five wins. That, I mean, yeah. Come on now, give this team a chance. Like, there's, they're what? Okay, yeah. The Astros ninety-nine wins. Blah blah blah. But yeah. the Mets, that's ninety-five wins. That that that's you got the third the best Mets record. Of, third Mets best are record. currently having one of their best seasons in their career in their franchise since nineteen sixty-two. That's correct. Was yeah, 1962 is when the team started. And 1962 was their worst record. Actually, one of the worst records in baseball history. I think they went, uh, that was, um, I think they went 62 and 100. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, so. No, that, that, that is one of the worst records in franchise uh, in history. But uh, uh, I feel like the Orioles and the Tigers. Oh yeah, well they, they lost they, like they took the passing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then of course the Phillies franchise has been around for uh, uh, when baseball first was invented, which was back in eighteen eighty-seven, uh, and uh, they've got over ten thousand losses as a franchise. So I mean, wow, we're not there yet because we haven't been okay. around for more than six mm-hmm. years, so we're not there yet. But uh, you know, this team is something special, man, and uh, you know I'm glad you get to be a part of it and. You know, there's been just all these fans really that get to be a part of this. It, it's it's magical what's happening, and uh, you know, I want to get your thoughts, mm-hmm. your predictions about this playoffs now, without being too biased, or, because just, we don't want to curse the Mets. We want to be, <laughs> but we want to we want to give a realistic prediction. Well, you before the playoff talk, I got some good news. Um, okay, Brandon Nimmo underwent MRI today, and. Uh, with this uh, tightness in his left cloth, whatever, and he comes back clean with a. Yeah, I I was hoping that sweat off uh, sweat off my head, please. Yeah, well, very good. I'm glad. Thank you for that report. Um, because I've been looking for that MRI, but I'm sure that probably just came up, and I haven't been able to look on Twitter. But three minutes I, ago, months. Great, I appreciate you bringing that up. So, uh, which tells me. He tweaked it just a little bit, or if it was, or like I said in one of Steve Gelb's posts last night, a cramp. Yeah. Just a slight cramp that, you know, probably just it's aggravated after the slide. And, yeah, so, and then, you know, and now he should be hopefully ready to go for Friday night. Friday night's game, Easter Standard Time's at 940. So hopefully he'll be in the lineup. And we haven't really heard anything about McNeil. And McNeil, man, he is a grinder. He plays so hard, you oh know. Gosh, and and I was afraid yesterday, oh, gosh, here we go. A second player to go uh, leave the game. No, he stayed in it. And and then he tried to rock the grand slam in the seventh inning. And it fell down again and looked like he hurt himself even more. But he still got back up and played the rest of the game. I mean, he is something else. Wait, what happened to him? I don't even see. So yesterday, um, he was trying to avoid a collision with Escobar middle of the game i think it was like the fourth or fifth inning 
and he tumbled and he hit his knee in the turf. Oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah, and he came up limping and he waved the you know trainers away and said, "I'm fine." Winded up playing it out, but in his first at bat, he really didn't run out the ball, and you could see he was in pain. And we're like, "Oh no, he's going to get taken out." Next half inning, he's still in the game. And then as the game went on, bottom of the seventh, you know, Brasso hit that grand slam um, off of Drew, and but he tried to rob it. He's really and, a squirrel. And, and he tried to rob it. And uh, was on the ground for a minute, but still stayed in the game. He is one tough guy, I tell you. I'm glad to hear he's not on the injury list either. Yeah. Let's oh put my it that God. Way. We don't losing need anybody him. getting hurt. Losing right? <laughs> I don't even. I don't want to even thought to talk about it because losing him, losing him with what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games, eleven mm-hmm. games, and these eleven games are everything right now. Oh, yeah. The division is to the last sandpiece. Like it's so close, and losing him was such a good average and such a good uh, getting on base and hitting the ball. No, I can't take it. I agree with you, man. I, I hope that doesn't happen for him. Uh, but like I said, it doesn't sound like I haven't heard anything and you haven't seen anything on Twitter, so that's good news. So it sounds like he'll be fine. He'll probably just ice that knee up and he'll be good to go. Yeah, he's fine. So he should be fine. Um, but, you know, I think my main concern is Scherzer and Negrom. Those yeah. two guys, we got to keep healthy this stretch run. Yeah, they just, they, yeah, you got they're fragile. I mean, granted, we've done well without them all year, but this is a type, if something was to happen, knock on wood, it don't, uh, that if something was to happen with those two now late in the season, I think that would really dampen a team's confidence um, going in. So we don't want that to happen, of course, because this team has got so much confidence. I really believe yeah, this team has a chance. And, you know, I hope it. And you've seen what I've posted about my dad. You know, I hope it because me and him, man, that was our that was our thing. You know, he raised me to be a Met fan. He 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 got me. Uh, you probably don't even know this, but uh, VHS tapes uh, back in the oh. day. He he used to get me the '69 World Series. He got me the '86 World Series. He brought me up in every stretch of the imagination of Mets baseball. He 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 grinded me with that stuff and. It wasn't until I went to a, a ball game in 2004, I went to go see the Yankees and the Mets in the old Yankee Stadium. And I'm there, and I'm sitting behind home plate with, with my family. N- not behind, behind home plate. I was a little further back, but, you know. Um, and uh, I remember cheering, uh, you know, for Mike Piazza and really going for it when the Mets started to come back in that game. We wound up losing. But that's when my family knew that I was a full-on Mets fan. Now, because it's just because around that time, the Yankees were so big. So I was so used to seeing the Yankees in the playoffs. Of course, I would go for them because they were a New York team. And I was just like, well, Mets aren't in it. So go for the Yankees. But I was a kid. So, you know, but then as I got older, I'm like, no, I don't care if the Yankees get in. I don't care if the Mets don't get in. And I'm not rooting for the Yankees. (laughs) You know, unless unless they're facing somebody that's in the Mets division in the World Series, I do not root for the Yankees, period. Yeah. Um, so, but when I was a kid, I, I did root for the Yankees a lot only because of the fact that the Mets were not really good after 2000. They were, 
the sub dwellers in the National League East for a long time because the Braves just kept on winning and winning and winning and winning, <laughs> which is uh, getting back to that time of era now with the Braves. The Braves are just getting back to that old uh, form of themselves that they used to be with John Smoltz, Greg Maddox, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, you name it. They yeah. they had unbelievable teams, um, you know. But this year, I feel totally different. I feel like it doesn't matter who the Mets face; they are ready. Every, They're ready. They're locked in. Right. Exactly. And it's special to see. And, um, you know, but um, so I want to get your predictions um, for the playoffs. So uh, give me what you think is going to happen, man, without uh, cursing out the Mets. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not one of those people on Mets Twitter that. Yeah. Well, I think that the Mets. I think they'll they'll have a good I, I think they'll have a decent postseason. Uh, they've had a decent, uh, decent uh, regular season with these postseason teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they 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 beat the Dodgers series, which blew my mind. I was, I was stunned. Uh, I was like, I saw that, and I was like, this team, this team can actually, this team is is a good playoff team. They are a playoff team officially now, but I think they're gonna have a good good se- a good uh, play- postseason mm-hmm. with uh, bringing some. You know, wins and trying to get to that uh, NLCS and trying to get that World Series, obviously. And yeah, I think they're who gonna. Do have you, a who do you believe will be there at the finish? Who do you believe will be the last? Yes, at the championship series. Ooh. Well, I think that the Dodgers, because I think that who are lined up for the Dodgers? Like, what are they? The Padres? The, the no, the what are the? Yeah, the Cardinals and the Padres. I think. It's actually Atlanta or the Padres, right? Atlanta for the Padres. Okay. At this well, point. At this point. So if it stays like that, I think that Atlanta absolutely obliterates San Diego. I think that's a sweep right there. I agree. I agree. And they go to they go to Los Angeles, which is a big advantage for the Dodgers. And that's gonna be a series where I really wanna like look at with my eye because the, these two teams have that type of series. Wouldn't you like to see seven games? Oh yeah, those two. Yeah, so. definitely. Because like the Dodgers, what a season they have! What are the 103 ones? I mean, that's crazy. And okay. I, it's gonna be. It's. I mean, a five-game NLDS. I think the Dodgers take in five. Okay. And they go to the CS, and the Mets. Wait, what are the uh, lined up for the uh, Walker? Right now, the Mets are lined up to either face the Cardinals or the Phillies. Cardinals, Phillies. I think the three three game uh, three game win by the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not great. They're not amazing, but they're good. I they're yeah. good. They're good. They're not amazing, but they're good. But they're you feel great. like they're definitely better than Philadelphia for sure. Yeah, I think they're I, I I I think they're better than Philly. I mean, Philly has some pitching, mm-hmm. and I think the Cardinals win it. And then obviously, I think the Mets will beat that Cardinals team because that Cardinals team against the Mets, meh. Wait, I think we won the series, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that we won the series. Oh yeah, but the Cardinals do have Jordan Montgomery, who really stepped up his game when mm-hmm. he's traded. But if we and, remember correctly, we got to face him when he was with the Yankees, and we scored four yeah. on him. So four, he left, got went to St. Louis. He's amazing. 
So and I think it's going to be Mets Dodgers in the NLCS. And okay, we'll see what the AL, what the games speak for itself in the American League. Yeah, I think right now how it's lined up in the wild card is uh, Tampa and the Blue Jays, and then it's Cleveland and uh, the Mariners. I believe that still, I believe that still stands right now. Don't uh, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I remember seeing in the last playoff picture that I saw for the the wild card spots, and then of course the buys of the Yankees in Houston. So, uh, like the Mets, Mets actually have a chance. Like with Jeff McNeil, I mean, oh, yeah. he, he has he has his average is three fourteen, and Luis, and Luis Arise has an average of three thirteen. So Jeff yeah. McNeil is my God. He's like without the squirrel, without these legs, without these whatever bat, glove, hand. The Mets can. I think the Mets. The Mets can have it. The Mets can. He, Mets he, can do it. I think so too. Um, now, as you you live in New York, correct? Yes. Okay, so you know the excitement that's going on between the New York fans right now. Yes, uh, I see a lot of Mets fans every day. Walking down the street, there's a Mets fan running. There's a Mets fan doing well, this. That's, that's good. That's good to see because, you know, most of the time it used to be pinstripes all the time. Ugh. <laughs> I know. It used to sicken me too. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, gra- granted, not taking anything away from the Yankees because they have won 27 world championships and we've only won two. So, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they did win most of those 27 world championships, a lot of them. In what Great Depression era, where they didn't even have sliders, like what is it, fastball? They all went fastballs. All pitchers threw a fastball. Fast yes, they had Babe Ruth and all that. Chalk balls, you name it, spitball, whatever they used to have. Ugh. Um, but here's what I wanted to ask you. So we both believe the Mets could get to the World Series because if they play yeah, tough like they yeah. did against the Dodgers this whole year, where they took four out of seven against them, that wins you a series. That's just like if you were in the championship series and you took four games. The, the, the Mets won those games during the season series against the Dodgers. So if it stays like that and they get to the World Series, do you believe the Yankees can overcome Houston? Well, can they overcome Houston? Well, number one, with the Yankees, they mm-hmm. have Aaron Judge. He's a robot. He's not a human. He's a robot. <laughs> Every single game, he has, like, what? He can hit a million homers in a single game. He's at 60. I think Aaron Judge is is just locked in with the Yankees. This offseason is going to be stressful for that dude because, you know, he loves loves New York. You know, the Mets Mets are definitely looking at him. Steve Cohen, definitely looking at him in in, in a Mets jersey, and Mets hat at Citi Field. But the Astros – they also are good. Their pitching is phenomenal. Um, they have this. Um, they have Kyle Tucker. Um, who, who else do they have? Is it Jordan? Yeah, Jordan Alvarez. Sorry, I, I totally even forgot about him. Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> he's just. He's a beast. Jordan Alvarez. Can, they still can got hit a ball five hundred million feet in the air. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. Um, but I think I think it's gonna be if they go to the NL Championship Series. It's definitely a seven game. It's that's a seven game series right there, and I, I think it's going to be close. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take it with the Astros. I think the Astros God. really. I think the Astros are one team, the only team, the only mm. team. The Astros and the Mets. 
I think the only two teams that can handle that Yankees team is that Yankees team is just unreal. So, so you're basically predicting Astros series here. Is that my, is that what I'm? Well, I mean, if if the Astros and Yankees would be in a championship series, I think the Astros will take that one. So yeah, so then Astros and so, Mets. Yeah, I think it's an, I think it's I think it's a Astros and Mets, or or even I don't know, or it, it it even can be something else. It can be Mets Mariners. I mean, the Mariners have a good season. Or even Mets, Mets, what Blue Jays? Mets Blue Jays is a good. Yeah, one. you heard the report last night. Did you hear what they announced that they are taking away the COVID rule? Uh, oh, going in Toronto, uh, that players that are not vaccinated will be permitted to still play during the playoffs. I was hoping that would change, and I was happy that it did, because I would have said to myself, "I know we don't have all the Mets are not, not all the Mets players are vaccinated. We know this, so." If they would have went into the World Series and that rule was still implemented where they could not come to Canada because they were not vaccinated, what a horrible World Series that would be. Oh, yeah. If your star players, I'm not saying that, I don't know who's vaccinated and who's not on the team because they never announce who is and who isn't. But can you imagine if they uh, made a report and it was the uh, Blue Jays and the Mets and they said, oh, Francisco Lindor, Alonzo and McNeil are not going to be allowed to go to the World Series in Toronto because they're not vaccinated. That would How be horrible of a World Series that would be. That would be just Jake McGraw, Max Scherzer. If they take away, that's just that's just oh, that's easy. Too. Win. Yeah, for sure. That's that's just a four game seat right there. Yeah, that's advantage of the Blue Jays to me. But since uh, they changed the news saying that that is not going to be a rule that's going to be implemented, which means it's not going to be a thing. Thank God. Thank God <laughs> yeah. It I mean, the game of baseball. Mets Astros. Yeah, that's that, that's a true point. That's a true point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um well, I just got yeah, I think that's just yeah, that's, that's good cuz like losing your best players like obviously we know that when the Blue Jays played the Cardinals the Cardinals played the Blue Jays in Toronto in Canada. Mm-hmm. Goldsmith could not come. Yeah. that like if I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm crying myself to sleep. Yeah, because you're like, oh, great. Now they got an advantage because they have a better first baseman than us because our first baseman can't even play. <laughs> yeah, a triple crown winner, maybe. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So uh, thank God that's not going to be an issue come playoff time. So if there was a World Series in Canada, we don't have to oh, worry yeah. about that. And so. even like even even the, like the Mets Astros here, I, 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 do, I, I, I don't know yet because I, I haven't really thought it. That's a good question about the Mets Astros because I don't, I don't know yet because like, yeah, I haven't really thought about this all year, but I don't know where to put. I, I'm putting Mets in the World Series. Oh yeah, I don't but, know about the you AL. Are. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about the AL. I, I don't know because the Yankees. It is a toss up. It's a toss up. A Mets Yankee series is just um, that would be. Crazy. That's what I wanted all year. I'll be honest with you. Just as the fan of the game, and of course, with my dad's passing, I would have loved to see another Subway Series just because, you know, the fight of New York battling out to see who's the best team. You know, it sounds a lot of fun, you know, and how often do – it hasn't happened since 2000. And you were uh, – how old were you? Were you even born yet in 2000? No, I wasn't. So, honestly, yeah, you, you had to have been around to see that. I was eight years old when that World Series happened. Eight. eight. I was eight, yes. Um and I remember a little bit of it, but I, I do remember watching the games with my dad on TV. Uh, we were in Florida. 
Um, but uh, just, you know, his family's in New York. And my mom's family was in New York. And just the talk of the town about those two teams at that time, it was just crazy, especially the Yankees were going for their third straight championship at that time. So it was a big deal. Um, and yeah, now yeah. it's even more of a big deal if that happens, just because the Mets have a, uh, haven't won a World Series since 86. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009. And then these guys get together and battle it out. And Aaron Judge, with the year he's having, it could be a potential Met candidate in the offseason. Oh, yeah. I think and then you got the best pitching duel in baseball, Garrett Cole versus Jacob deGrom. Ooh. It sounds good to me. Sounds good, yeah. Game one. <laughs> like a fun World Series, right? Yeah, I, I think the, – the, but the city's going to be, like, rumbling. I think there's going to be an earthquake because, like, oh, yeah, for sure. Mets, Yankees, the subways are going to be packed. The highway is going to be blocked because traffic back and forth and back and forth. City Field, Yankee Stadium. Queens, Bronx, you know, that's that, right. that, that would be great. That would be very, very much fun. I agree. So it's just a matter, really. I mean, I think you and me both believe that it's going to be Yankees Astros in the championship game. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just a, so it's just a matter of can the Yankees overcome Houston? And and like you and me both said, like, we don't know because Houston is very good. And the Yankees have had bad history against the Astros in the playoffs where they yeah, haven't the season, overcome. The season, they're they're I didn't. The Astros have won the series. It, it it very well could happen. So therefore, it could be, if if this happens, which I hope it does, Mets and Astros, and if it does, uh, we saw what the Astros did to us during the yeah, season. Four game sweep. That's not four game sweep, what, which no. is not good. <laughs> um, so we kind of want some redemption if we have a shot at them again. Yeah. You know. And I believe we're a lot better now than we were then. Ooh, I mean, we were good then. I'm not saying we were bad then. I'm just saying we have our better pitchers now. We also have uh, back. steps. Right. And, you know. Neil stepping up his ball game. Right. I mean, so much has changed with this lineup in good sense that I really believe that we would have a better shot against them in the, in the World Series if we were to get there and face them. Um, and... You know, of course, for everything that I'm hoping for, of course, because of my dad's passing, you know, this would be a big, uh, big moment for my family and me to uh, just, um, you know, just have that uh, moment of of, um, spiritual um, connection. Yeah. So and uh, it will be special, you know, but you never know what can happen for all of us. Yeah, especially. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Just all the fans that are out there. Um, who haven't got to celebrate it with a loved one uh, and be able to celebrate it without them, but know that they're there spiritually, how special that will be for them. It's not just me. I know there are plenty of fans out there. Just think about when the Cubs won the World Series in 16. Um, I think they had a beginning segment of that World Series tape about fans that said, oh, I wish my grandfather grandfather was here to see this, or I wish this had this. You know, it's moments like that that make you realize it's more than just a game for these for these fans. It, it really means something, uh, you know. And and I know the players, uh, especially the Mets players, from what I've seen and what I've heard, they take pride in making their fans happy. Oh yeah. Uh, and if if the Mets stay in that course, they can't do no wrong, and the fans should get behind them one hundred percent. Um, for that reason, um. So, yeah, we'll just wait and see what happens. It's it's going to be exciting. 
It's going to be very uh, exciting. And you're a young kid getting to see this. There's going to be a lot of heartbreak, I promise you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of it. and But you got to stay true. You got to stay true because uh, when they win, it's an amazing feeling. I, I promise you that. And you're witnessing that firsthand this year. Um, how amazing it can be. Uh, and that's why you can never let them down. So you got to always still believe in them no matter what. Uh, and you'll have a long time to see that. But how old are you, though, my man? Uh, I'm 13. 15. Oh, my God. I remember being that age. <laughs> it's a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to be uh, 30 this year. So oh. I'm going to. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna... <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, I am, I'm glad I was able to talk to you, man. I appreciate you yeah. being a fan of uh, my podcast and and also, you know, listening to me on Twitter. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, I get on the Happy Recap Show with Mike Janella and, and the crew there and get to talk about my thoughts about a game. And I see you pop up every once in a while listening. Uh, so, you. You. Yeah, so I greatly appreciate it, man. I mean, uh, that's why I wanted to get you on as my first guest during the playoff yeah, episodes. Um, you know, I really do appreciate you being a true fan, and I hope you continue to be a true fan. And uh, that you continue to root for these guys uh, through and through and see what happens this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, no, I appreciate you, man. You're in high school now, right? Uh, well, I'm 13, so I'm in middle school. So you're still in middle school. You're in eighth grade? At seventh grade. Seventh grade. Okay, my man. You, you, uh, do you play ball as well? or? Uh, I do, yes. I play uh, 13. Yeah, I think, what is it, 14, 13? Yeah, I think it's travel. You're doing travel ball? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what position do you play normally? Uh, well, I love first base and second base. So those are first base. two positions Very. that I like. Very good. Are you a lefty or a righty? A righty. Very good. Okay. I wish you a lot of luck, my man. Keep at all it. Right. If there's anything you love to do, keep at it, all right? All right. Thank you. No problem. Thank all you. Right. See you. Let's go Mets. All right. Let's go Mets. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's the end of my podcast. I appreciate you joining us. That is the ep of episode one. Thanks to Laris for joining us, and I'm out of here.